Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Hey, it's Odie Strahan, and I'm having one of the most amazing days of my life. Hopefully you are too. Let's get this show started. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Really excited for today's show. We got a, one of my good friends and, in my opinion, one of the top players to come out of the Sacramento area for football. Uh, Antoine Simmons, not only did he play and, and was a stud at Valley High School, but from there took his talents to USC and as well as to some pro ball. But he had some monster teammates as well as he put up some phenomenal numbers and just had a great career out here. Just want to get him on the line. Antoine, you there, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for having me, Odie. Appreciate it. Oh, man. Oh, no, man. Not, not a problem, man. Hey, man. So I want to go back. I, I want to take it back for you, man. I mean, I want to take it back with you. I want to uh, let's talk about the Valley days. Yes, sir. So what what years what years did you play at Valley? I was there from 93 to 97. 93 to 97. 93. Yeah. And I, I remember, uh, you know, during those days, it seemed like year after year after year, you guys were just producing D1 uh, players, you know, the uh, players that eventually went to D1 and, you know, even some, you know, pro ball. So uh, name some players that you actually uh, played with during your years there. Yeah, I played with uh, Jerry DeLoach, Jeremiah Forms, Damian Wheeler, uh, Ira Ross, Aaron Raspberry, Avion Weaver, uh, Jamar Kane. These are all guys that went D- eventually went D1 also. Yeah, probably, I mean, uh, Warner Herndon, you know, uh, there was a lot of, we had a lot of guys, man. Some guys didn't even go that. And also. I mean, so you've been around this area, uh, you know, for for a while now, you know, you know, coming back. So let me ask you, um, in your humble opinion, that, you know, for that, for that short amount of time, has there been any other high school here locally uh, that that has sent that many players consistently to D1 and end up being pro players? Because I can't think of any. I mean, Folsom has it rolling right now. Um, they're doing yeah. a real they're doing a really good job over there. Um, they've been getting, you know, they've been getting guys out. Uh, you know, Grant's been around. They ain't got a lot of guys out over the years, you know. Uh, you know, you got you got, you know, you got uh Dante Ontario and those guys. Like that, Smith. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got yeah. Shaq, Shaq in the league right now. You know, they, Grant been doing a great job. We had some wars with Grant when I was in high school. So, you know, Aberghini been doing it for a long time over there. Uh, they, they're, they're down right now. But, uh, you know, I got a lot of respect for Aberghini and what he's done for that program over the years. Well, put it this way. The fact that you're mentioning the likes of Folsom, which, as you mentioned, the powerhouse right now, and Grant, which is, you know, arguably one of the best football programs we had out here as well, it shows you how, how talented – that that group was though at Valley, you know. Oh yeah, so, we we would have uh, went to war with any of those guys. They know they know what's happening. <laughs> they, they know what's up. You know, we 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 will lay some. We we can lace that squad to anybody. I, that's anybody in the nation for that for that matter. You know that that was one of the best teams the Sacramento area ever had, if not the best team. So how far did you guys make it? Uh, we actually the, the crazy part about that that squad we had to losing the. Uh, Jesuit in the city championship. We were both thirteen and zero going into that game, and wow. uh, it was like I don't know. Yeah, we played them. We played them ten times, ten ten more times. We'd have beat them ten times, but they beat us that night. You know, that's all that really mattered. 
That was uh, who did Jesuit? That was JT O'Sullivan. Uh, he ended up playing oh, for yeah. the Saints for a couple of years, but I don't know, man. We we turned them over like six times in that game, man. It was just I don't know, man. It was just some weird stuff went on that 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 night, man. I can't even put my put my hand. I never I never went back and watched the tape. Uh, I hate Jesuit to this day. Uh, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I can't. You know, I can't call it, man. Hey, as athletes, we can't we can't let go. I get nah, it. Dude. Never, so, never. That pain, that pain doesn't go away, especially when you know you're supposed to have won that. You know that pain never goes away. Right, right. So, so your teammates, uh, and we're gonna, we're definitely get to talking about your career. But when it comes to your teammates, where, I mean, you ended up going to USC. You know, after Valley, where did the rest of your teammates go uh, that you were able to play with at Valley? Um, Jeremiah went to the University of Washington. Damian went to the University of Colorado. Uh, Avion Weaver went to University of Hawaii. Raspberry went to Reno. Uh, Herndon went to Morgan State. Ross went to New Mexico, as well as Jamar Kane. Man, all over. Yeah, man, all over. Yeah, and Bob, if I if great. I miss if I'm missing, oh Jerry Deloach went to Cal. Yeah, I'm sorry, he started it off. Jerry Deloach was in '95. He started it off. So, you know, if I'm missing anybody, no disrespect, fellas, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting old, man. My memory ain't like it used to be. <laughs> no, don't worry. So let me ask you, uh, back back then, I know you played uh, DB, correct, at, in college. Did, were you a two-way player at Valley? Yeah, I played quarterback. I played quarterback in uh, D- DB. Gotcha, gotcha. And you, you when, when we went from high school uh, on to SC – you didn't have any aspirations at all at the quarterback position. You knew DB was was, was well. Your go-to Nebraska recruited me a quarterback. Washington State recruited me a tailback. Um, I just knew, you know, I was five five ten, you know, and I just knew, like, you know, it wasn't really no, it really wasn't a chance for me to, you know, back then, especially for for a five ten quarterback, you know, to be being in the NFL. I can throw the ball seventy yards in the air Ooh. easily. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So. I had to, I had the arm strength and all of that, but you know, five ten African American quarterbacks wouldn't that wasn't that wasn't popping back then. So you know, like you know, you got Colin Murray, you got Colin, Colin Murray, Colin Murray, and all of that now. Russell Wilson, that kind of broke down some walls, but back then that, that wasn't happening. So I just I just hedged my bets. We're going ahead and playing DB in college. Well, that tells me two things. That tells me one that you're a raw athlete. The fact that you got recruited at quarterback, running back, and DB that you know that that's you being an athlete, number one, right? Right. And another thing that you had mentioned is I do agree with you. Uh, I think many players, uh, yourself, and you know many other quarterbacks during that time just came just came before their time. You know, before you know a different era. Because think about it right now, um, another quarterback. I uh, think uh, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure you remember. You remember Seneca Wallace? Yeah, that was a a friend of mine. Yeah, Seneca. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Seneca, to me, I mean, think about it. Seneca just came before his time. And think about it. Right now, you you know, if he was doing what he was doing at Iowa State, he probably would be a high draft pick, right? Yeah, Seneca. So now now they're building offenses around us now, you know, like, you know, to our skill set, you know, like they did with Lamar Jackson last year. You know, Seneca was a special player too. My actually, my my coach, my senior year, Coach Seneca, the following year, and he came to me. He said, "Hey, man, he's like, he's like the closest thing I ever seen to you is Seneca Wallace. He was straight up. He's like, he's like, he. I'm not saying he's better than you, but he, I was like, he, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's damn good, you know. But uh, and my and I and I had a couple boys that played with him in JC, and they told me the same thing. He's like, hey, man, Seneca Cole, and that's saying a lot, you know what I'm saying? And and 
you know, and I always respected Seneca's game. And Seneca was at Seneca had a little bit more height than I did, though. So that was the thing. That's why that's why uh, Seneca got to continue to play quarterback because I think Seneca's like six two. Six one, six two, oh, six foot. You know what I mean, uh, brother. You're being you're being generous on that one. Trust me. Yeah, I know. I, I know Sin real, and he. Yeah, you're being generous, but no, you're right. I mean, uh, he came back, and I mean, he. Uh, you know, obviously had a you know great career at Sac City before going to Iowa State. Right. You know, and then had, had a nice NFL career. So, let's talk about uh, player toughest players that you that you uh, played against in high school. I mean, obviously, you named uh, some players that you went to battle with. Uh, who are who were like named the, the toughest players that uh, that gave you the biggest fits? I mean, obviously, I know you had great success, but who were the ones that really uh, gave you the biggest challenges? I mean, I mean, not really. I can't really say anybody <laughs> gave me no challenges like that. Um, to be honest with you, I mean, I mean, we played Grant a couple of times. They had some guys, uh, Dante, Dante. You know, he was good. Um, they had some guys <laughs> on those teams, Ontario. You know, but. Uh, you know, like just thinking back, like uh, I'm not looking forward to playing, or I'm looking forward to playing because I ate, I ate against everybody. You know, so like you know, it, it, I can't, I can't pinpoint it uh, now. Like I pinpoint some teams that that you know that gave us problems. You know, and uh, like the Grants, and I only lost four games in high school, man. You know what I'm saying? So like my whole high school, that's what I'm my talking whole high about. School career, so, Think about that. Um, Think about that. Four losses, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean so we, we might have to look that up. Yeah. Not too many players could say they lost four games in their high school career. Yeah. You know. So so talk to me. Let, let's transition to SC. Uh so coming out of high school, um, obviously USC, great football history, you know, rich football history. Um, were they your number one choice? Uh, what other schools were you looking at? What other schools were recruiting? I'm pretty sure, obviously, uh, there was a plethora of schools out there that were looking at you, you know, based on the phenomenal career you had in high school. Talk to me about that. So, so the crazy part about this is that I committed to Cal after my junior season. Um, that's when Mariucci was at Cal. And um, I was going to I, I was going to Cal, you know. And, um, you know, they told me, you can, man, you can sit out your senior year. You ain't got to play it. You don't even have to play. We just just get ready to come to college. And I was like, nah, I'm trying to go win this this this, this championship, you know. So anyway, fast forward, uh, Mariucci gets hired by the 49ers as the head coach, you know. And uh, so when he did that, I opened up my recruiting back. Opened up, opened my recruiting back up. Um, you know, SC came in. Dennis Thurman uh, came in. He was just a real coach. He played for the Cowboys. He played for SC. You know, and he and he was just solid, man. The way he recruited me, you know, he didn't he didn't he didn't try to blow smoke up my butt or nothing like that. He just told me he just told me what it was, and and I and you know I I'm a, people don't know if people don't know this about me, I'm super competitive. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, SC was the cream of the crop. You know, I and I went to SC because I wanted to see like how good how good I really was. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want nothing handed to me. All these colleges were promising me starting spots and starting positions if I came to the the school giving me they give me what I want. I didn't want that. I wanted to go earn what I you know what I mean I wanted to go compete and earn everything that I got. And that's why I went to USC, to be honest with you. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So talk to me about that, man. I mean, when it comes to uh, you know, like I said, USC with a rich football, you know, history, how was it playing in, in packed stadiums like that? I mean, I mean, you you see it on TV, but actually on the field, you know. Uh, talk to me about that experience. How, how did that feel the first yeah. time you stepped? So I went to SC. They didn't even. I, they, I think they expected me to probably like redshirt or something, you know. And uh, I came in as a true freshman and started. 
as a true freshman, first game was against Florida State on ABC, national TV, 90,000 people. Welcome, hey, welcome to college right. football, huh? Yeah, That's welcome awesome. to college football. So, you know, and they had just – I think they were coming off a national championship or whatever, you know, and they beat us 14-7, to you know, but I balled. You know what I'm saying? I I, I made plays, and, um, you know, and that kind of just – that just kicked off my career at SC, and uh, I was a four-year starter. Uh, you know, uh, I was at one point – I was the number one corner and the number two safety coming out in the draft after my junior year. Unfortunately, I got sick, and uh, that kind of, you know, derailed a lot of things that were going for, going, going for me. But, you know, had not I got sick, you know, I would have been a probably top five, top ten pick in the draft. Man, that's huge. That's huge, man. No, you definitely balled out at, at SC, that's for sure. Uh, you know, you you're de- you definitely lived up to the hype as advertised. Uh you know, one thing that you are known for when it comes to your SE days is the interception. Talk to me about that because that's, you know, that's one thing that you're known for. Take me through that play. Actually, here, for, you know, the, the listeners who may not be familiar with it, I'm going to explain the play to them and, uh, you know, take me well, through that. Yeah, so it was it was my last game at the Coliseum, man. So, you know, the Coliseum is a special place, man. Like, if you ain't never played there, you know, it's just it was just a special place to me. You know, what I mean, like just being on that Coliseum floor playing football. So it was our last game against UCLA at the Cali. And you know, uh, I absolutely hate UCLA with a passion. Like if you go to SC, you hate UCLA. It's just it's not it's not good. You know, so it's like you know it's like a blood feud feud in a sense. So anyway, they got this guy named Pauly Dixon. Uh, I matched up against he about six five, six five receiver. You know, I'm I'm in his I'm in his pocket all night talking crazy to him, talking to his coach, telling him to get the bum off the field. You know what I'm saying? Look at him and pout. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we run like a zone blitz. We run some kind of zone blitz. Troy Palomalo goes through and he misses the he misses the sack. Um the quarterback steps up and, and but it made him misfire. And so so it kind of tips off Foley Dixon because I'm playing like zone over the top. So he sits down in like the curl, the curl, yeah. right? And he kind of misfires and Foley Dixon tips the ball. And and it's flying by me and I see it. And I guess it went back to my hoop days, you know, and I and I, I stick my left hand out and sticks <laughs> to my hand. I bring it back through my legs. Like I crossed over, you know, and uh, you know, and I just and I scratched off. You know, you know, scratched off for a TD. So, you know, it was kind of people were like, did he really catch that? You know, so it was just like, you know, it was a bang. But I did, people think it was fluke, but I've done it in practice several times over my career. That wasn't the first time I did something like that. Hey, man. Well, it actually looked like you're right. I mean, I don't know why people wouldn't – I don't know why people wouldn't believe it. I mean, look at – look if you watch the play. So, if you're not familiar with the play, which – Man, that just means that either you're too young or you really just didn't pay attention to college football at the time. Go, go to YouTube. Antoine Simmons put the interception. You, you'll see, you'll see it on there. Uh, it made Sports Center yeah. right. It was top ten plays. It probably was one of the top. I think, top, it, was, top I think it was number year, one or you know? something like that. But you know, I, I don't remember. Who's <laughs> <laughs> counting, right? Who's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was number one. Look at you, yeah, brother. Just hey, so, so now, now, now you said in high school. No one really gave you any fits. Obviously, you know, you play some good teams. But now let's talk college. Now, is there was there a specific player in college? I mean, you played, you know, obviously many future pros. But uh, is there anybody, even maybe someone that, uh, you know, people wouldn't wouldn't think, you know, that, you, that they'd be surprised that 
gave you, you know, some trouble in college. Now, when I say gave you trouble, nah. I'm not trying to say you didn't match up well, but someone that you I mean, with. like, be honest with you, like, the dude I used to war with the most is uh, one of the actually a guy on my own team was RJ Sauer. Um, he ended up going to, yeah, he ended oh, up he going nice. first round to the, yeah, he went first round right? to the Jags. Um, from other teams, yeah. man, I played against Lavernius Coles. He was he wasn't nothing, man. I locked him up. He wasn't he didn't he was unimpressive. <laughs> I went against Peter Ward. He was he wasn't he wasn't that impressive. Um, um, Dennis Northcutt was pretty good. TJ who Mazada was solid. You know, uh, it was some solid. I'll, I'll, Dennis Northcutt. You know, we had a we, we battled. Um, uh, people don't really know Dennis Northcutt. He played for Arizona. He was a he was a receiver from Arizona. Ended up playing for the Cleveland Browns for a few years. Uh, he was a, he was a solid little receiver. Troy Walters from Stanford. Um, he won a blue in the call. Uh, but oh, I put yeah I put the yeah, balls on him too though. But um, but yeah. But <laughs> no, I mean I, I mean there was some respectable receivers. You know, um, I didn't get to play against Chad uh, Chad Johnson because I was sick. That was the year I got sick. So I didn't get the I didn't get the matchup yeah. against Chad, you know. So um, I would I would that would have been fun. Well, you know what? No, there's nothing wrong with. I mean, I mean, you took. I mean, you're very confident. Obviously, you put in a lot of work to get where you're at, and uh, you were able to sustain that dominance even through college. That's why, like you had mentioned uh, prior to you know the the illness that you know you were projected to be essentially what top five, ten, yes, fifteen pick in the draft, you know. Uh, was it was was there a specific place while you were in college though? When it comes to uh, road games, was there a tough place? Was there, uh, you know, when it comes to you know Oregon. UCLA or any other, uh, you know, Oregon. the conference? Oregon, it, Oregon, it huh? It was loud. Why it, was that? It felt like that, was that stadium was moving at times. You know, like it got loud up in that. They used to schedule this at night, and they used to get everybody drunk, and boy, they were loud. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, yeah, that Oregon, that Oregon stadium was, uh, that was probably the loudest, that was probably the loudest stadium we played in, uh, that I played in. I played at Florida State. That was, you know, that was, that was, you know, uneventful. Um, that, or, who'd they have? No, nah, that's when they had Peter Warwick and, uh, Lavernius Coles, Winky. I think, Winky? It might, I think it might have been Winky. Chris Winky. And, uh, yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, Travis yeah. Minor and those boys. And, uh, but it wasn't really that stadium really, you know, it was cool, like that little chant that they do, you know, the old, you know, that, that one right there. That's a cool little yeah. chant. That was fun yeah. here, you know what I mean? And the dude to come out with the horse and spike the little spear in the ground and all that. But, you know, as far as like loud, being loud, it wasn't really like a loud stadium. Like that it was the easiest stadium to play at. Uh, but that Oregon, they they were drawing all sides. Our offense had difficulty here to snap, snap cow. They were just rocking. It was a rock. They was rocking in there. All right. So, how, talk to me about uh, just your overall USC experience. Not even necessarily football, like just campus life. You know, uh, you know, living in SoCal. Obviously, you're you you're out here in Sacramento. Uh, talk to me about that. Did you did you enjoy your time while in college? You know, I, I definitely enjoyed my time. I didn't think I was ever gonna move back to Sacramento. To be honest with you, man. Um, like I really wow. enjoyed SoCal. I really enjoyed enjoyed that life. But you know, as you get a little older and start maturing, you realize this is this is not what you want. But for a young man, 18, 19, 20, 21 out there is 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 heaven you know what i'm saying this is everything that you want everything that you need is right there in the, in the palm of your hands right there in that life no uh, yeah no i'm with you i'm with you my wife keeps on trying to convince me nah, to you don't want to move out you don't want to move out <laughs> there. Hey, not, 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 not now no. man this that's a young man that's a young man's game no, I'm I get it. Man, but 
<laughs> no, my sister lived out there for uh, for many years, actually, before she moved out to actually Texas. They opened up a ministry yeah. out in Texas, uh, Beaumont, Texas, actually. And so, uh, but that was a nice, that was a nice perk because we, you know, we had an excuse to always go visit, you know, every, you know, four yeah, or five my dad, weeks. That was nice. My dad lives no, out I'm with here. you, man. Uh, my, my dad and my brother, they, they, you know, I got, I got family. I got, I got some family out in L.A., so. Yeah, it's still, we still visit once, at least once or twice a year. We go down there and hang out with the family and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, it's just it's just too many people. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. So I'm so definitely sounds like. But during during the time that you definitely enjoyed your uh, stay in, at SC SoCal, you know, campus living. Obviously, you're a star football player, so I, I know that must have definitely been a yeah. several times. Yeah, you know, out there. So take me. So, so <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, we, we know that. <laughs> uh, so uh, college college finishes up. Um, you know, I know the, obviously the illness uh, was a big reason why I'm pretty sure you know the draft stock right. changed drastically, right? But you were able, but you were able to still play pro ball, which I always tell people this in general anytime you could extend your career you know whether it you know any sport any kids game if you could get paid to play a kids game you're winning first of all you already won by getting education your education paid for at right. usc number one right you got to experience things that most people don't get to i mean think about it you're talking about you just literally named off every every player you just named named made it to the nfl and literally locked up, you know, you had your way. I mean, you were literally one of the best at your positions, period, in college football, you know. So anytime – but so that's already a success right there, number one. But anytime you're able to extend that even further and actually get paid to play a kid's game, um, you know, that's – to me, that's a dream come true. So um, so you did get some chances in – you got some uh, – you, you got some – you got some opportunities right. in the NFL too, correct? Before I believe yeah, the arena you know, football, is that uh, I went to Dago after SC. Uh, got released. You know, um, they released me at the last cut. Then I uh, went to NFL Europe. I went to NFL Europe. Was uh, played with Barcelona, Barcelona Dragons for a season. Uh, I had a good time out there. That was that was that was different being over overseas. Yeah, that's a nice experience. Yeah, for six though. months, yeah, was over experience. there six months and. You know, got to see the got to see the world in a different you know from a different vantage point. Um, you know, came back to the 49ers signing me. Uh, they signed me from 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 because I balled out there. They signed me, and I was with them. And then they released me, and then they brought me back. And then, uh, you know, I was with them for a second, and then they released me again. And I kind of you know what my my agent was like, man, you know, keep keep at it. You know, you're good. And I was I kind of got discouraged because. Like, well, I was when I was with the Niners, right? You know, like I'm running with the ones, I'm balling. I I outperformed, you know, the, I outperformed almost every every corner there. And maybe our Mad Plumber might have had a better camp than me, but he had been in the league like four years prior to, three or four years prior to. And uh, you know, I remember them releasing me, and because uh, I used to hang with Julian Peterson and, and some of the other guys, Tony Paris and those guys, kicking with him. And uh, I'm leaving. I'm grabbing my stuff and I'm leaving. They're like, hey, Simmons, where are you going? to meeting this way, man. I'm like, hey, man, they let me go. I'm like, I'm mm. like, like, let me go. Man, they're like, man, stop playing, man. Stop playing, man. Come on. We got to go to this meeting before you late. I'm like, I'm not playing, man. They release me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, when, when, when everybody on a team knows you should be on a team, 
and then you get released, it's kind of like, man, you know, like, why am I, you know, I, you know, I got discouraged, you know, I'm not going, I'm not going to lie. I'm not easily discouraged, but it's just like, you know, it's like, damn, what, what more do I have to do to get on, you know? So, you know, yeah, you, you, you earned the, res- you earned the respect of your uh, fellow colleagues. Right. They, they wanted me on the team. On they knew I should have been on the team and they still, you know, you know, so it's just like, it's, then that's the politic part of, you know, like there's politics in sports. These people don't realize what the politics are. And I never had, I never knew what they were. I never knew what politics was because I was always sitting at the top. You understand what I'm saying? So I was just, I was just playing, playing ball. I was always the best player on the football team. You know what I'm saying? So I never had to deal with politics. You, you see what I'm saying? Politics never imp- politics never impacted you, right? And so, but when, but when everything at, went at sideways, when me getting sick and everything, I got through in the pot with everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And I now politic game, I didn't know, I didn't really know how to na- navigate that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand it. I didn't navigate it. I just, I didn't have, I didn't have people in my corner that that knew how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Now me sitting back now, where I'm at now, now I understand the game a lot better. You know, but I had to go through it to understand what was happening. You understand what I mean? Yeah, we all right. Yeah, we all know everything happens for a reason though. We you and I both know that. So that's for sure. Uh but you were able to still Yeah, I played for LA. I played for LA for a couple of years. Um I played for LA for a couple of years and uh you know I had a good time and I could have kept playing arena football, but it just wasn't me, man. I, I wanted to play in NFL and I wasn't getting rich playing arena football. So I retired, you know, probably prematurely, but you know, I had a I had a certain appetite for a certain thing, and arena football was just you know it was just like an appetizer. It wasn't really really what fulfilling me, you know. So I just you know I hung it up, and you know when, you know got you know I got married, and you know got two beautiful kids now, and you know gainfully employed, and you know I'm happy. No, absolutely, man. No, no, you're 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 living a great life, man. And so, uh, but that being said, you know. What you did from a football perspective, though, it is still uh, it's still to me one of the you, you possess one of the best careers out here locally. I mean, I, I've got to know you. You're a real humble, humble dude. Uh, so I'll go ahead and boast for you. Obviously. I don't you know, I don't I don't need to, you know, a lot of guys boast and brag about what they did when they played football. This, that and the third. I don't need to do that, man. I don't need nobody needs to do that. No, we're not. No, right, we don't need, right, we don't right, need an right, Al Bundy story, right. brother. <laughs> we don't need all about, especially if for what you uh, did on the field speaks for itself, man. So, hey, man, listen, uh, that wraps it up, man. I appreciate you, uh, you know, taking some time out. Uh, like I said, I, I, I wanted to uh, definitely highlight some, you know, local heroes here. Um, you know, uh, anytime, you know, you want to talk. We can talk football, talk basketball, we can talk water polo, man. I'm 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 here for it, brother. brother you got anytime it. you want anytime you want me, you got me, brother. All right. All right, man. Hey guys, listen, that wraps it up. Just w- definitely want to thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. You guys continue having a blessed day. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to another Straight Talk with Strahan Podcast. If you haven't done so already, click the subscribe button and we will catch you on the next episode.